0: Amen. All right. Y'all can be seated if you can. Now that you've uh, embraced the uh, the addiction of fellowship. I always say it's like potato chips, can't just eat one, can't just shake one hand, hug one neck. Uh, I just, for those of you who are comfortable doing that, I, you know, we've we've all had to be so separated for so long with COVID, and praise God, we're... We're, we're on the back side of it. We're on the back side of it. So, uh, praise God that we can start getting together. I hope I hope some of you brought, brought you a picnic lunch. We're going to stick around and fellowship, as Kate was talking about. Have a little uh, picnic lunch. Uh, you'll see a contraption in the back there. That's called Nine Square. Nine Square in the air. And uh, the teen, it's, it's, uh, it's like catnip for teenagers, right? I mean, they just, like, go nuts. But... I thought, you know, what, we need to introduce some of the adults to nine square. So if you're hanging out, stick around. Even if you didn't bring food, stick around and play some nine square. Trust me. It's like a combination of volleyball and four square all in one. And you're you're going to get up under that grid and you're going to go, this is ridiculous. I'm like, how old now? And then like within 30 seconds, you're going to be like 15 again, 12 years old again. So uh, it's fun stuff, though. Uh, until until you mess up. And then, and then look, for me, I keep decreeing. That the ball is a piece of junk. It's a piece of junk. The ball doesn't operate right. It doesn't do what I want. Uh, it's good to have Paul and Lynn back from England. Mm-hmm. Paul had to have both feet amputated and get bionic feet. <laughs> no, we were praying. We were praying for your feet and everything else. And, and good to see you guys made it on the prayer walk. You walked across the heart of England, uh, praying for schools all across the world and churches all over we're joining in with him, praying. Uh, so so it's uh, apropos that he would be back on the day that we, we're going to do a prayer walk for our uh, uh, for our community and, and for Harvesters International. Um, Mark and Sheila, I don't know what y'all have done, but nobody wants to sit with y'all. Y'all are over there. Or is that the VIP section? There you go. <laughs> the VIP section. Amen. Uh, thank you to the Romo family for visiting with us today. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Dr. Nock, is that you back there? You're you're hiding under a hat. That's why I, did we wake you up too early this morning? <laughs> what time did you get off last night? Or or this morning, rather. This morning. So <laughs> thank you for being here, Doctor. Doctor Nock Dr. actually lives right across the street, so uh we try to we we, we try to accommodate some. She she gets in late sometimes. Uh, and And uh by the time her head's hitting the pillow unfortunately is sometimes the by the time I start beating on these drums out of here uh, so but thank you for being here amen God's good uh, I'm not going to take too much time today because uh we we do want to uh reserve time for the prayer walk and we want to make sure we dodge any possible rain that could be coming around but praise God for the sun right now amen uh, so we we've been talking about the Holy Spirit and we're going to we're going to talk about him some more today and it is it is a him it's not an it so uh, but but we are going to be talking about uh, how he is involved in our life and and what what he does for us the fact that we live with him that he lives un, in us it's a daily relationship with a daily relationship with the holy spirit uh, and, and Jesus said that he would lead you and guide you into all truth. He will teach you all things you need to know and remind you all the things that Christ said. Uh, so that's, that's a very powerful tool. Uh, if, if you want to, if you want to, uh, go to the website or if you brought your Bibles, I'm going to be reading today from Romans chapter eight, starting with verse 26. And it says, and the Holy spirit helps us and our weakness. For example, we don't know what we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows that the Spirit, what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. So that's, that's uh, what we're gonna start out with today since we're gonna be doing a prayer walk. You may say, man, I, I, I'm not consistent in my prayers. I'm not even sure how to pray, how do I do a prayer walk? Well, we, we actually have a list of things that you can pray about that we're going to give you at the end of the picnic. Uh, we're we're going to come together and pray uh, uh, just before we, we dismiss to, to let everyone go through the neighborhood and walk. But, uh, but what's wonderful is if you're a believer, you are filled with a spirit, the, the spirit of God, that will teach you to pray, help you to pray. And then when you don't know what to pray, he will pray for you. He he will actually take over and pray for you, uh, sometimes sometimes in ways that you may not understand, but God understands, and and we'll we'll get into that here in the coming weeks, but but so today we're going to talk about prayer and teaching you to pray. That's the wonderful thing is Jesus actually you remember the Holy Spirit is going to remind you what Jesus said. And that's what he told his disciples. He's going he's gonna to remind you all the things that I've been teaching you. So, well, what are, one of the things that Jesus taught was, if you remember, the disciples asked him finally, he said, hey, teach us to pray. This was revolutionary for them to see the way that Jesus prayed. Because to most of the Hebrews, prayer meant uh, a, a recited verse. Or, or a recited prayer or a memorized prayer, even to this day, if you go over to Israel and hang out and you're hanging out with Orthodox Jews and you say all right, let's pray well they're, they're going to be reaching for their prayer book you know uh, Some of that is carried over into some uh, denominations of of Christianity uh, to where prayer is really more about reciting things uh, and so so Jesus taught them to pray in Matthew chapter six, starting with verse nine. Uh, And it's the Lord's Prayer. We all grow up knowing it, and oftentimes people recite it. When you mention the Lord's Prayer, they start reciting it. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, there's times that I I pray out Scripture. I've got uh, on my office uh, door, I've actually got a passage from 1 Samuel, uh, which is a prayer of David. And there's times that I will read it out as a prayer over my life. Uh, But but I, I think there's a greater meaning the way that Jesus taught us to pray. He gave us a wonderful template. So if anything, uh, even if you're, you feel like you're a novice to prayer, if you participate in the prayer walk today, you could even use this template to begin to pray. And we all know it, right? Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to read from the King James Version for this because that's the way that we've always memorized it, you know. Plus, JJ told me if it was, if it was good enough for the Apostle Paul, it's good enough for him, right? So, so we'll, we'll read from the King James Yes, I, well, that's what, that's what JJ, J.J. told me, that Paul used the, the King James. Peter did as well. Thomas was a little bit more of an NLT guy. But. Starting with verse 9. After this manner, therefore, pray ye. What, what Jesus is saying is, hey, when you pray, pray like this. He didn't necessarily instruct us to recite this, uh, to memorize it. He just said, when you pray, let it be something like this. They were amazed It's like you're not reciting things. You're 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 having a conversation with God. Teach us that. How how do we do that? So he said, when you pray, pray like this: Our Father. Matter of fact, let's all recite it together. We all know it, right? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now there's, there's a rich template there and a rich pattern and rich meaning our father. Isn't that wonderful? The Bible says that because of the Holy spirit, we can cry out Abba to him, which if, if you have any Jewish friends, you, you understand that Abba actually just means daddy. Uh, it goes even more personal than father. You know, most of us didn't go up to our dads and say, Father, might, might we go to McDonald's today? You would, most of us called him Daddy. Well, that's the relationship that we have with God Almighty. We can call him Abba, Dad. He's not just a God. He is your God. He's not just your God. He's your parent. What a wonderful relationship. That means that you're his child. Now, there's not one of us out here in, in our imperfections that wouldn't be willing to lay down our life for our own child. And that's exactly what he did through Christ Jesus. God robed himself in flesh, laid, laid down his life for us. And if we, as Jesus said, if, if we know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more does our heavenly father want to give us good gifts and take care of us and be there for us? So that's the first part of this prayer is when, when you pray, understand that you have this incredible relationship with him, incredible intimacy with him. Father, Abba, Daddy, our Father, which art in heaven. Now, we're not just talking about the sweet by and by in some cosmic city that's floating around out there in the cosmos somewhere where we have an eternal abode. The Bible says that the kingdom of heaven isn't about rules and regulations or eating and drinking, but it's about righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Well, we've been studying about the Holy Spirit. Where is the Holy Spirit at? In us. So the Holy Spirit contains the kingdom of heaven. The Holy Spirit is in us. So where is the kingdom of heaven? In us. Father, who's right here in me, when you pray, you don't have to worry about it necessarily always being an external event. Sometimes it may be, but you're going to go inward. If you want to connect with the kingdom of heaven, you're going to go inward. You don't have to search for it. Say, oh, if I can just get to church. Well, I love, hey, listen, I love church and we need to be faithful in our church attendance. But church isn't the kingdom of heaven. Our gathering, we are the church. Our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The word hallowed means to, to make holy or to set apart. So you actually get the responsibility of making his name holy. Say, I can do that? Yeah, we do it with our tithe. The Bible said that if you will set your tithe or your tenth apart, you make it holy. You're setting it aside from everything else. That's why we do need to have consistent time of prayer, so that we can make his name holy. I'm setting this time aside. When we go walking throughout the neighborhood here after a while... And, and praying, we are actually taking some time to set him aside and say, "Hey, you're you're holy. You are worthy enough for me to walk through this neighborhood and talk to you on behalf of all my neighbors and my families." What a wonderful responsibility, but honor that we get to do, Dad. I know you're right here inside. You filled me with the kingdom, and I'm setting you. You're not just any old common thing in my life. I am setting you aside. You're the most special thing in my life. Thy kingdom come. Where is the kingdom of heaven? In the Holy Spirit. Where is the Holy Spirit? In us. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The very first thing that he instructed us to pray about is the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, there is no lack. In the kingdom of God, there is no limitation. You know, we live in this mindset of lack limitation, not enoughness. In the kingdom of God, there is no disease. In the kingdom of God, there is there's no hatred. In the kingdom of God, there's victory. All of that is contained in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is in you. So within you, you have no lack, no limitation. You always have enough. All your needs are met. Within you. So your will be done on earth out here in the terrestrial, just as it is in heaven. Well, where's heaven? Look, I believe in a, the sweet by and by, okay? But we become heaven on earth as well during this time that we spend here. We get to manifest heaven on earth. In other words, all the gifts, all the blessings that are within you via the Holy Spirit, you get to pray. And when you verbalize it, that's the, first, that's the first step into manifesting it here on the physical realm, right? Within you, you have healing. Within you, you have provision. Within you, you have strength. That's why you say, let the weak say, I am strong. Why? Because via the Holy Spirit, you have strength in you. You want to get it on the outside of you. Well, the first doorway... Oftentimes it's your mouth to start speaking the word of God, speaking the word of faith. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Everything that you've put in me, Lord, every plan, every desire, every, every intention that you have placed within me, let it begin to manifest in my life. Let me start seeing it today. Right here on earth, just as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread, provision. He said, he promised us that he would provide every need according to his riches and glory. So you don't have to go through life lacking. He will provide your needs. I'm not trying to preach and tell you that he's going to make everybody millionaires. But if you have a need, he has promised to meet it according to his riches and glory. Whatever your need is. Right now, we've Every need that we, that we had in order to get here today has been met because we're here. He's a good God. Our daily bread. The other wonderful thing is he is the bread of life. I need a daily dose of Jesus. I need a daily dose of his word because Jesus is the word of God manifest in flesh. He was the logos in the beginning was the logos, the word of God. Lord, give me today what I need from you. I put my faith in you. I don't know where you're going to lead me, but I trust you. Just be there with me. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. In other words, Jesus taught that with the amount that we forgive, that's, that's how we're going to be forgiven. If you, if you need forgiveness in your life, the first place to start looking is, who do I need to forgive? And the reason why you wanna let go and forgive, folks, is so that you can continue to allow the wonderful gift of forgiveness to flow in your life. It's, it's a conduit. When all of a sudden you start choking out forgiveness in your life, I'm gonna hold a grudge, I'm not gonna forgive this person, you don't understand what they've done to me. I'm, I'm, nope. Well, all you've done is actually cut off the supply to you. So forgive, let it go. You know, let, I realize letting go of a snake benefits the snake. And sometimes we don't want the snake to be benefited. <laughs> we don't want that person to be benefited. But letting go of a snake, I promise you, benefits you far more than it does the snake. So if you, if you can't find enough motivation to forgive someone, at least allow the motivation of, it's going to do me better to forgive you. Than it may do you. If you got to start there, start there. And lead us not into temptation. The Lord's not going to make you do anything that you are not capable of accomplishing with Him. He's not going to test you beyond what you can achieve. Don't lead me into temptation, Lord. Matter of fact, allow the Holy Spirit to give me self control and deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Everything that we do, when you end your prayer, everything that you, everything that you, you need to end it with a, with a mindset that everything you have belongs to him. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Everything I have belongs to you, God. I give you praise for it. I just get to borrow it while I'm here on earth. And a lot of it ain't even going to last most of my lifetime. It's all temporal anyway. So I'm not going to put my trust in the possessions that you've given me or or any of the wealth that you may have given me or any of the blessings that you've given me, but I put my trust on you. I give you all the praise, glory, and honor. So when you pray, Jesus said, pray something similar to this. So if we wanted to put it into something modern, it can be something like this. Let's all stand real quick. told you I wasn't going to preach very long. But the deal is, I don't preach long, so the, so you got to stay and hang out in fellowship. See? See? That's the deal. If you're not going to stay in fellowship, I'll keep preaching. Someone smile. Oh, my goodness. You guys look like you're taking me serious. Like... Abba, Daddy, I thank you that I'm counted as your child. I know you're alive in me through the Holy Spirit have your perfect way in my life. Conform me to your image. I claim all the provision you supply in the heavenlies, and I praise you for the physical manifestation of them in my life. Thank you for giving me what I need today. Help me to forgive those I feel who have wronged me or hurt me, and I receive your divine forgiveness for my failures. Give me the faith to overcome thoughts that aren't of you. Keep me safe from all ill intentions of others. Everything I have belongs to you. I praise you above all. In Jesus' name, let it be so. What did I do? Well, that was the Lord's Prayer. It was everything that he talked about. Just got to put in my own words. What a wonderful template. So I, so I encourage you, number one, allow the Holy Spirit to start teaching you to pray. Some of you may, may be advanced in your prayer life. Maybe you have an active prayer life. Some of you may have even begun to pray in the Spirit. Sometimes Paul talks about, I, I pray in understanding, and sometimes I pray in the Spirit. And then I ask the Lord to interpret what he's trying to pray for me. We'll talk about all that in the coming weeks. But I encourage you, ask the Holy Spirit, because he's right there with you. He's living inside of you. Ask him. Teach me to pray daily. Daily. You don't have to pray like me. He'll teach you to pray. And 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 as we read, when you don't know what to pray about, he'll actually pray for you. Hey, I spent a many a night over the last two years at my townhouse. Sometimes I was hurting so bad I didn't even know what to pray. But he began to pray. He began to intercede for me. Isn't that wonderful? That God loves you so much that when you don't even have the strength to pray. His spirit will pray for you. Amen. We serve a good God. He's a solid rock. He's the only thing to build your life on. He's the only thing worth standing on because all other ground is sinking sand. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for this beautiful day. Uh, Father, I pray uh, that we all become a spirit-filled church, a spirit-led church Teach us to pray in your spirit. Teach us to pray your will. Teach us to pray your faith and your words over our life. We love you and we lift you up. Bless the remaining time that we have together today and prepare our hearts and our minds and our spirit Mm -hmm. to walk through our neighborhood and intercede on behalf of every family that's here so that everyone can come to a loving uh, uh, relationship with you, Lord. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give Jesus a hand clap of praise? We're about to sing one more song together as a family. And then don't run off. Let's fellowship a little bit. I challenge you, play some Nine Square. Amen.